All right, no intro today. Um, I just don't see a point. Uh, I can't go live tonight. It's my sister's birthday, so I won't be live for tonight's game. So I'm just gonna and I didn't get to watch the Laker game. So sorry, Laker fans. I, I don't even care anymore. I'm just gonna talk about our game that I was at. Um, I want to say a shout out to the Clipper fans that attended the game. The atmosphere was even better than game one. I think we tried our best. You know, my voice is, you can probably already tell, it's a little raspy. I tried my hardest, man. I tried so hard. Um, but the players, I've never seen such a team so unprepared for a series against the team. And I'll take my L on it, man, because the one person I backed all season was Ty Lu, And Ty Lu has... I've never seen a coach choke so bad like this. And I've ne- I don't really... I hate blaming coaches. I hate blaming coaches. You know I don't like that. You know I always hold my stars accountable. But when I'm watching the game tomorrow and I uh, yesterday and I see Maxi Kleba open up that first quarter like he's Dirk Nowitzki, taking Zubats off the dribble constantly, and you know Tim Mar- Patrick Beverly, like what is he doing out there, man? What is he doing out there? He's played t- half the season. And you think because he's Patrick Beverly off that reputation, you can just throw him back into the fray. Like, we have no set rotation going into this playoffs. And I said this. I said this to you guys. I said that we need to know what's going on. We need to know what's going on here. And we don't. We have no clue what's happening. Like, we, we just, we're just throwing everybody out there and hoping shit sticks. Like, I've never seen such unprepared a, a team so unprepared like we're trying to make adjustments mid game after they're throwing punches at us like and here's the funny part Ty Lu and the coaching staff and the players have had this smug attitude all season like we, we, we're more focused this year like we really know what we're doing like we just need to be healthy and we will take care of the rest later you're you're complete embarrassments and I have no I have no energy to yell anymore I have no energy to bitch and moan I'm just gonna say my piece because it's not worth it. To, I said it last year. It's not worth to care this much anymore. And, and this will officially be my last year doing lives, watching the current NBA. I'm done with it, guys. I apologize, but I don't apologize because it doesn't make me happy. It's a complete waste of my time to watch this trash, watch all the resting in the regular season, see us tank. And this is what we deserve. This is what we deserve for, you know, not even playing our stars in one of those final two regular season games to play Portland. Because Portland was a much better matchup for us. Luka is 6'7". I've said this so many times, like a broken record. Luka is 6'7". Some of the things that he does, you have to just hope he misses. Dame is easier to limit. You can get more physical with him. We can put bigger guys on him to try to deter him. I mean, you saw how Aaron Gordon did the other night in the second half. That's what we do with Kawhi and Paul and Batum with with Dame. And we can't do that with Luka. He's got to hope he misses. And, you know, I got to give the Mavs credit they have come out and played their best game they can play. I mean, all their role players have been hitting. Tim Hardaway Jr. is playing like Reggie Miller. I mean, he's not missing. He's hitting contested threes with seven footers on him. Like, what are you going to do about that? Lucas hitting one-legged, like that Kobe shot against Miami in 2010, one-legged fades going left. Like, and then, you know, Porzingis is pulling from half court and getting bounces off the back of the rim. Like, and then we're not making our open threes. Marcus Morris Sr. 
has really pissed me off. Really pissed me off. Because I called him out in Game 7 last year for choking. He's been so good this season. And he has anxiety right now. You know, there were several times in that, in that game last night where he caught the ball on a shot that he would take no questions, no problems. And he was hesitating. He didn't want to shoot. He's scared. He's lost his confidence. The moment's getting to him. And Senior loves to talk. So that's what makes it, like, if, honestly, I mean, no answers or buts about it. If we lose this year, I mean, we've put ourselves in a hole because we thought that this team was good. We thought that this team was good. And, you know, I can't even blame Kawhi, man, because he played so well. He tried so hard. The only thing I can say is we need, like, this is what I mean by the defensive strategy. Patrick Beverly, honestly, needs to be benched altogether because this has not been his season. Like, if this is the 2019 Patrick Beverly, I understand. Patrick Beverly has missed the half the season. He's not looked himself at all. And we throw him back in for what reason when Terrence Mann's had such a great season? And Luke Kennard has been good when he plays. And Terrence came in yesterday, middle of the third quarter. Like, we're just throwing shit at the wall. Oh, panic substitution. That's Glenn Rivers style right there. And like, no, don't, don't tell me we should have kept Glenn. Don't tell me that he wasn't at fault. We have been mismanaged two years in a row. But I will say this. The squad lacks urgency. Like, the fact that they're letting the coaches do things. No, we need a Michael Jordan type of attitude, Kobe attitude. Fuck you. I'm going to do what I say because I'm the star of the team. And if you don't like it, trade me. Because it's unacceptable. Ka- Kawhi did a great job when he was guarding Luka. He forced him into very tough shots. Paul George the same. I'll post clips on my vlog. I have videos of Kawhi and Paul George doing a good job. You just got to fight through a fucking screen. I talked about it in game one. And again, we did a little bit more of Kawhi guarding Luka and not switching as easily. But many of it, a lot of it, was switching easily. And I cannot take watching Reggie Jackson, Patrick Beverly, or Ivica Zubac guard Luka anymore. Because he just plays bully ball with Reggie and Bev. Like, not post-game take you on the block turnarounds, but he just goes straight bully ball. And I like that. (laughs) That's what you got to do. Um, yeah, we're so unprepared. We're so unprepared. And this is the bed that we made by wanting to play these guys, as I said. And, you know, it's, it's so utterly embarrassing. It's so utterly embarrassing to the fans because we put so much into this team. And we are second-class citizens in our own city, which makes it harder to support the Clippers than any other team in the league. Way harder than the Sacramento Kings. Way harder than Minnesota Timberwolves. Way harder than the Charlotte Hornets. Way harder. Way I would much rather be a Hornets fan. I said it last year and I said it again. Because if I lived in Charlotte, there would be no other Laker fans or any other fans. We, when we lose, it's ten times worse. And I miss when we sucked. I really, co- I want to go back to sucking. Everyone's saying, oh, well, Kawhi leaves. Kawhi can leave. It's okay with me. I was a fan before him and I'm a fan after him. I'm just not going to watch regular season basketball anymore. That's it. I'm done. I'm very done. Um, it's, just no, it's not fun anymore. The league isn't good. And I've spoken about what I hate about the league. Uh, the playoffs are the only fun thing, and my team chokes every time. I'm still going to watch the playoffs, but it's not worth it. It's, not, it's a waste of my time, man. It's a complete waste of my time. I'm going to watch other sports. I'll talk about other sports. I'm going to expand this podcast, and I'm going to watch old basketball and continue to watch players that really wanted to play every game, didn't want to skip steps, didn't want to rest, and did not want to switch every fucking time a screen happened. You know, get through a screen. And you know what Shaq was saying? And I love it. He was clowning this era, but he didn't want to be too much of a hater. And that's why, because this fucking generation of fans is such pussies. Such fucking pussies. Because they think that, oh, you know, he's going to get tired. You're paid $30 million to play a game that all of us would kill to play. Would give our left nut to play. 
I'd give anything to have the body of Kawhi. I, I, I don't have the, you know, yeah, obviously you put in the time and work. Here's the thing. You see the time and work I put into my podcast. I, would get, I, I used to play, I mean, I love basketball, bro. Playing basketball, I love it. If I was paid to do it, I'd be on the court all the time. Um, I just, I'm 5'8", bro. I'm not 6'8". So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I don't got the body for it. I'm not, I'm not Isaiah Thomas. That's a one in a million. One in, one in a billion, quite frankly. Um, I'm just, I just wish the franchise cared as much as me. And this smug attitude that the players, the coaching staff had, more so the coaching staff than the players, of, oh, it's, you know, all of this is health. You know, we just got to be healthy for the playoffs. Well, we're healthy now. And we're getting clowned. We're getting embarrassed in front of the world again. And here's the funny part. I mean, I was prepared for embarrassment. That's why I'm not that angry. I'm more disappointed because I prepared myself for embarrassment. But I was thinking of a second round collapse again. First round, possibly getting swept. I've seen it all. I mean, you're, you're just... What is that? What else is there to say? I mean, the basketball gods hate us. I don't know what we did to piss them off. Uh, I told you Kawhi um, took a leap of faith by coming to the Clippers just because of who we are. And you guys didn't want to believe me. You guys were trying to make all these basketball excuses. Yeah, there's a lot of basketball reasons why we're losing. But coming to the Clippers was a fucking jump off a cliff to your career and your legacy. And I respect Kawhi for doing it so much. Um, I do. I really do. But, you know... He has to live with what he, what he, the bed he made. And honestly, the bed that he made that was the worst was bringing Paul George in with him. Because nothing against Paul, really. I think he played really well last night. I think he made some mistakes. But look, Luka took some ill-advised shots. Luka missed a bunch of free throws. It's not like he didn't make any mistakes. The role players in the Mavericks are just completely outplaying us right now. Tim Hardaway Jr., as I said, Reggie Miller. Maxi Kleba was looking like Dirk in the first half. Uh, Jalen Brunson is playing amazing, and Marcus Morris Sr. is completely shitting the bed. I feel like he's due for a good game. And it's funny because he made the three when we were already, when the pressure was off. That's how you know. He made the toughest three he took all game when the pressure was off, and then he made the next one. Like, hopefully that gets him some rhythm going into the next game. But, like, too little, too late, I'm afraid. And Ty Lue, I mean, let's continue with the, with the nonsense. Um, not only are Kawhi and Paul George not fighting through enough screens, and when they do, they do better. And we're letting Zubots hang out on an island. Like, they are targeting Zubots every time down the court. Every time. And Ty doesn't do anything about it. He's, he's left him in too long. Serge Ibaka, our marquee signing in the offseason, a champion, getting six minutes. I know he came off an injury, but he's played more than six minutes the last couple games. Six minutes is not enough. And I understand the thought process. The thought process is we don't want to play big men. We want to go small. That's fine. But Ibaka, if we want to go with a big man, is better than Zoo for this series because he's more agile on his feet. You know, I like Zoo, but he's been put in a terrible position. He's been putting the Montrader position now where the coach is persisting with him and he is making him look terrible. And Reggie Jackson's playing. I know he made some big shots, but he's playing 30 minutes. Our premier player, our champion, Rajon Rondo played 19 minutes. 19. And Reggie Jackson is playing 30. And Patrick Beverly, who's played 40 games or something, if that, is playing 22 minutes. Three minutes more than Rajon, seven minutes more than Terrence. I feel like such a fool because I backed Ty Lue all year for him to do this. 
This is even worse than um, this is really worse than than Glenn right now. This really is. And I'm not saying he's a worse coach than Glenn, but he is performing like a worse coach than Glenn right now. Because our offense looks great. I mean, Kawhi was incredible last night. That's why I can't even get on him. Like the only thing I can say is tell Tyloo to fuck off and just say I'm gonna I'm gonna guard. It's I'm gonna fight through every screen when I'm guarding Luca. Simple as that. Um, I think we should throw some more zone looks at him, at them because. Um, what's it called? Because here's the thing. I know they're hitting from the outside, but I think if we gave them a zone look, um, maybe they won't get in the paint because it's all coming from that pick and roll, that Luka high pick and roll. I said it before the series. That's all this is going to be. It's Luka Doncic high pick and roll, and it's just so hard to guard. And, um, oh my bad. Hold on a second. Wrong guy. I put on timeout. Anyway. Um, there we go. My bad, guys. Um, where was I? Where was I? The lineups, the defense. Oh yeah, the zone look. I I think because that high pick and roll, we're getting way like they're just torturing us with that. So I think that if we go zone, maybe it takes some high pick and roll away, and they get like three balls, but with more of a good contest there. Like a lot of these shots are wide open, and that's because Luca is really tearing us apart with that pick and roll, and it's because we're giving them exactly what they want. Um, we're giving them. The easiest switches in the book, and we're persisting with these bad lineups. I mean, Nick Batum has been great, and he's barely played, and that's not good enough. And Paul George played well. Like, he was going, guys, I kid you not, when I was seeing it in person, he was going for every rebound, every rebound. Like, he tried so hard, guys. He took some ill-advised threes at the end. He's got to stop with that. He's got to chill with the shot selection. His IQ is poor. But he was going to the rim and start the game. My problem is this, though. We're getting off to poor starts defensively. That's what's killing us. I think we need to go back. We need to maybe just start Rondo or go back to what we did in the regular season, start Reggie Jackson, and not play Beverly at all. Because there is no point of playing him right now. Like... Here's the thing. I read a stat last night that Dallas is undefeated after leading after the first. So maybe what we're doing is our defense is poor to start the game. They start making threes from the outside. They start getting confident, and then they just roll with it. If we can lead after the first quarter in the next game, maybe it'll change. But the problem is we're going into a hostile environment. The fans are going to be fired up. They haven't seen Luka Doncic play a playoff home game in front of them ever. And they're gonna have a nearly sold out crowd, and that brings us to another thing that it's, you know, it's a little lopsided. We only got seven thousand fans. We didn't have a packed house. But that being said, I don't think a packed house could save these guys. I don't think Jesus can save these guys because I just don't think Kawhi and Paul are a good fit for each other in terms of winning a championship. And I think some people have said it, and I, I've thought about it since day one. I just didn't want to say it because I don't want to like you know be negative and shit. But they're too similar in what they do. They're solid defensive players that don't want to guard the best players. They want to conserve their energy for the offensive end. And they score in similar ways. Great three-level scorers. Very solid creators. Kawhi's better. They're not elite at that. Uh, and they don't have enough leadership skills, in my opinion. They're not vocal enough. Paul George is mentally weak. Kawhi is not... I mean, he's a... Let's put it this way. He's more of a Kareem than a Magic in terms of the way he leads men. You know, he's not like a LeBron where he's going to talk his head, your head off and talk to every guy. He's just going to be like, guys, let's get to it, you know? Let's like just talk basketball. And I don't think he's much of a... He's not like... Here's my thing about Kawhi. I really like Kawhi, but... I'm mean, actually, I don't. I don't care for him at all, to be honest. Um, 
because we're not going to make it out of the first round. And I, I mean, actually, you know what? I said, I said all I need is a successful season as the Clippers. I don't know if that means a successful individual season or a good playoff performance. If Kawhi gives it his everything from all other games, I guess I'll like him. But like, I'm not losing sleep over whether he stays or not. Um, Kawhi, here's my thing about him. He's like, he and I differ in personality a lot. Like, he's just an introverted guy. He doesn't like wearing his heart on his sleeve. That's the opposite of me. I'm 100, per, 100 emo, all emotions all the time. I'm much more, relate. I, I can relate much more to a Westbrook, to a Magic Johnson, to a Chris Paul. That's why I resonated with Chris so much. Because he would scream and yell and be a little bitch. And I loved it. Because it showed he cared. And I'm not saying Kawhi doesn't care. It's just different ways of expressing yourself. And I'm just more like Chris than Kawhi. But, um, you know, Ty is the most at fault. Because, and Marcus Moore is senior too. But Kawhi and Paul played so well, man. Like, they really tried so hard. The only thing I can say is they got to fight through more screens. And that's got to be from the coaching. The strategy. It's the strategy. We're getting out-strategized. Like, well, it's just inexcusable for it to happen two games in a row in front of the home fans after a pandemic long when we've waited this long. You know, I paid good money for those tickets, and I didn't have a bad time. You know, I, I still had a good time just being back at playoff games. Um, if you had asked me that two years ago, um, what's it called? If you had asked me two years ago, I would have hated the, the money I spent last night. But, you know, I uh, I just was happy to be there. I was just happy to... To make noise. I mean, Rondo was plus 13. You know, he played a, a hell of a game. Uh, not a hell of a game, but he made a good impact when he was in. Ty's just fumbling the bag right now. So big. Like, it's just make me... It's just it's just, it's just, just making all of us look bad. And I guess I put this... I guess I, guess I put this on myself when I was seven years old. And, you know, I'm, I'm not the type of person that's gonna... That's gonna switch up. And, you know, all you Laker fans, they're gonna do this... You know, uh, you can always move across the hall. Stop. Like, this that's the LeBron and Kevin Durant system. And oh my god, I'm not... I don't apologize at all for offending all you little pussy LeBron sexuals and Kevin Durant fans. Because you guys can't deny the facts. They are easy way out guys. When the going gets tough and you lose, they dip. You know who LeBron supported as a kid? The Yankees, the Cowboys, and Michael Jordan. Who was kicking his hometown team's ass every single day. That's your role model, motherfuckers. Uh, not mine. I'd rather lose every year to my grave than fucking switch over and be a Laker fan now. Because what does that say about my character? What does that say about my character? Nothing. Nothing. It says that I'm a pussy if I don't. So I'm going to sit here. I'm just not going to care as much. You know, I'm just not going to watch the games anymore. So. I mean, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I, I, rest in peace, uh, Kobe Bean, bro. But. That's it for me, bro. That's it for me. I mean, I appreciate all you guys for being here for all the lives this season. I tried to do one season of following the Clippers game by game, Lakers game by game, hoping that shit changed. And you know what they did? They repaid me with a 10 times worse performance than we even saw last year in the glorified Summer League. Anyway... Uh, and for all the fans talking shit in the comments, look, you're watching my live. This has 146 viewers. I gained like 50 subscribers last night. I'm going to gain so many subscribers once we lose. So who's really winning at the end of the day? And who's really getting paid? Because at the end of the day, my passion for basketball is immeasurable. And it will continue. 
And the Clippers will continue to lose, but we're going to still chase the bag. And one day I'm going to start profiting off our losses, and that's when I'm really going to be winning. So that's it for me, guys. We'll see you for game three. No live tonight. I'll release the vlog, though, so you guys can see the inside looks of the game. But um, I got nothing to say but Ty Lue's letting me down and making me look stupid. Paul George and Kawhi gave their all. And that's all I have to say. I can't blame Paul, Kawhi and Paul. Um, I just want to see let, no switching anymore with, those, with with certain guys. And honestly, no playing for Pat Bev and more minutes for Terrence Mann. More minutes for Terrence Mann. Push the pace a little more. If we win the first quarter, I'll say this, though. If we win the first quarter in the next game, who knows? But Luka's playing out of his mind. You gotta, we got to give Dallas credit, man. we got to give Dallas credit for how they respond. Like, they're hungry. They, you know, they lost us already. So, you know, they lost to us already. Anyway, um, so they're hungry. We're not. And here's the crazy part. They blew, our, our team blew a 3-1 lead, and they allowed 127 points after being down one nothing in the playoffs. That's where, you're, that's where you're at on defense. The miscommunication is not there. There was a lineup that didn't even play together last season. And this is what I'm talking about. Before I end, this is what I'm talking about. How do you expect to go into a championship series or, like, try to go win a championship without having a set rotation. Like last year with the Lakers, Vogel just plugged in and out. He didn't just have shit that he stuck through out there and stuck to the wall. He had a set group of players and he plugged in and out for certain series. Very strategic. But everybody else stayed the same. We're having guys that missed half the season and Ty's just throwing them back into the fray, Patrick Beverly, for no, for what? Because his name is Patrick Beverly and he has, he has that reputation? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Like, first of all, I don't want to hear about Porzingis, dude. He's not doing that much in this series anyway. The difference is Luka's really improved. Luka's mid-range has come a long way. You know what I'm saying? And our defense has been far worse. And um, the other, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Maxi Kleba and Dorian Finney-Smith. I mean, Dorian Finney-Smith didn't have a good game last game, but game one he was scorching. So the, the role players making their threes, that didn't happen last year at this rate. Um, they shot 50-plus percent from three both games. I mean, I mean... Are they gonna cool down? Because if they if they continue to shoot like this, they may go to the conference. They'll probably go to the conference finals. And maybe you never know. You never know, man. Luca's really improved though. Like he's really improved that in between game, which I said last year was the was the key to him unlocking that next level. The only thing is his free throws are weird. So honestly, you know what I think we should do? We should hack the shit out of him next game when he goes to the rim. Hard fouls. We need to start going bad boys on his ass, but without trying to get more than one or two flagrants. Like really foul the shit out of him because. He misses free throws. He misses free throws. So, um, that's all I have to say on that. But here's my, yeah, that's my thing though. I said it before the playoffs. We're going into the playoffs with no set rotation with, oh, next man up. Do you know why it's next man up mentality? Because we always have guys out. We're always plugging in and out. We have no continuity. We only had some continuity when we were on that winning streak early in the season. And then Paul George got the bone edema on his toe. But that being said, we've had enough games to come back. We had two games at the end of the season where we could have built up more chemistry and figured out a solid rotation, but no. We wanted to, you know, just be healthy. There is no guarantee you get injured in a basketball game. Every time you step on the floor, you get hurt. This pussy mentality of, oh, we just got to make sure they're healthy because if we risk injury... I wish my dad just didn't go to work today. Why doesn't he just... Why doesn't he risk, you know... Forget it, you know? He, he, why? He should just rest and wait for when he wants, when he feels like playing. NBA sucks. I mean, it's just, a, it's a pussy league now. It's a pussy league now. 
but <laughs> you're doing a disservice to all of us fans by resting in the regular season. I don't care. I mean, I know Kawhi's got his load management thing. Okay, sit back to backs and play every other game. But don't just sit out games and fourth seed? How many teams win the championship as the fourth seed? Seriously, though. How many? Does it happen like that? And I always say this. Your record does reflect who you are. It does in the season that you've had. We're the fourth seed because we don't have enough continuity. Anyway, we should play Boogie next game, too. Because why not? Why not? He can score on the inside. He's probably hungry. But that's it. I'm out, guys. Thanks for joining me. A whole lot of you guys. Not surprised. That's what you guys do. I appreciate the Clipper fans and the diehards. I see you guys. Riley Foster, Jay Love, Maniac Lane, Cons Dang, Trey LAC, Angel, Andrew M, Lake Show, um, Intel Wild, Markel Scott, Merck Blue, Michael George, Lukey. I appreciate all you guys that have that are there all the time, man. Um, I'm just afraid that the lives probably won't be continuing like that next year. I can't take it anymore. On to game three. Just don't get swept, please. I beg you, just don't get swept. <laughs> I can't believe I'm a Clipper fan, dude, but it is what it is. Hopefully we'll see a game five. I'll see my boy Trey LAC there. But, yeah. Peace.